Welcome, everybody, to Why Did I Like It? I am the nefarious Mike A. Sims, and today's episode is looking at a cartoon that very little people actually remember from the 90s. I'm talking, of course, about Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest. Now, let's get right into it. It was released on April 10th, 1992, and it was uh, followed up by a direct-to-DVD sequel in 1998. We'll ignore that because we're not going to go down that road. It was directed by Bill Croyer, who, based on what I looked at, didn't do anything else. Like, he only did this one movie, and that was it. But this is quite the, uh, the movie. It was based on a 1991 book by Diane Young, and it starred uh, Samantha Mathis, Jonathan Ward, Tim Curry from Home Alone 2. Yes, hmm, delicious. <laughs> Christian Slater and Robin Williams and Tone Loke. From uh, Funky Cold Medina. No, no. Okay. Well, if you listen to the podcast, maybe you know who that is. He was also in Ace Ventura. He had a voice like this, and he would sound real deep. He was also in Blank Check, which is a movie that I think I put on the teen movies. I don't know, but it was a 1991 movie where they were trying to kill a kid, as always. But um, yeah, so the premise is very simple. Well, not really. So basically, okay, well, let me backtrack. Robin Williams is in this movie. He plays a bat. And this is, I think this is pre-Genie Robin Williams because he's kind of subdued. He's not doing that manic, psychopath, like, million miles a minute thing that he normally does. He's more or less just actually trying to inhabit a character and be kind of wacky like it's a cartoon as opposed to, like, making it his stand-up routine. Um, so he's, he's more bearable here. But anyway, so the story is very simple. Fern Gully is a rainforest in Australia. Never mind the fact that no one in this movie even slightly attempts to have an Australian accent. No one even pretends to be Australian or even is like, hey, we're in Australia. It's just Fern Gully's in Australia and they all sound very, very much American. And there's these fairies that live inside of it. And Krista, played by Samantha Mathis, is the main fairy. She's the, the head of the fairy crew and her friend's name is Pip. And then Bat played by, or Batty, played by Robin Williams, is uh, their other friend. And then there's this older fairy named Magi who's training Krista to become the, like, the protector of the forest because years ago, this evil entity known as Hexus wanted to destroy the forest. Mind you, Hexus lives in the forest, so why he wanted to destroy it, I have no idea. Anyway, so the fairies don't believe that humans exist. It's like, it's like a myth to them. So the fairies live in this forest, and one day Krista decides, as always, to go beyond the parameters of where the fairies are supposed to go, and she sees this dude named Zack. Because it's the 90s, of course his name is Zack. And of course he has blonde hair. And Zack has two other guys with him. And the three of them are actually construction workers who are destroying the forest. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at this, but they're destroying the forest. <laughs> the ra- the rainforest. And the two guys are in the truck that are cutting down the trees. And Zach is walking through the forest. And his job, as far as I can tell from this movie, is to just spray red X's on trees so the other dudes know where to cut. Now, I've never worked construction, but I just want to say, I don't think in any situation, <laughs> construction workers are like, where should we dig this hole? Spray this big red X right there. Right there, just so, right there so you don't miss it. Right there. Dig the hole there. Sorry, I don't know what happened there. But yeah, again, Zach is cool. The other two guys are grotesque caricatures for some reason. Like they're like all frumpy and gross looking with big teeth and like bad facial hair and they're balding. But Zach is drawn very handsome. If you're looking at this on YouTube, Zach is somewhere behind me. He's the good looking blonde dude with the blue shirt and blue jeans. Okay, side note, don't ever, ever wear a blue shirt with blue jeans. I'm begging you, please don't ever do that. Unless you're a cartoon character named Zach. Anyway, so oh, also, side note, Batty, 
was captured at some point and released back into the wild. So this bat has like a weird like thing, like a tag in its ear the entire movie. It's very jarring. They don't really go into like what happened or his backstory, but it's just a thing. And I guess it's supposed to like, because the whole movie is basically about environmentalism. Honestly, it's a very heavy, heavy handed environmental tale, which is fine. So I think they tried to sneak in some like animal testing as well. <laughs> like, Hey, let's not just talk about saving the rainforest. Let's also talk about animal experimentation. And this is also a kids movie in 1992. And as much as 90s kids were like smarter with like darker cartoons, we were not caring about. Well, we had Earth Day. You know what? I'm getting off out. Anyway, um, we did have Earth Day. So I guess we, we did care. We cared because we'd also do the milk carton thing where you'd, you know what? We did care about the environment. That's true. You know what? I'll take that back. Anyway, so Batty was experimenting on. Anyway, so Zach is crossing X's or whatever. Uh, one of the trees contains the soul or the essence of Hexus, who was the villain. He's played by Tim Curry. So... We'll say Tim Curry. So Tim Curry's trapped in the tree. And Zach sees a bee and he's spraying around to try and kill the bee with this, this red spray paint that he's using to mark trees so his boys know what trees to knock down. Sprays a red X on the Hexus tree by or Tim Curry's tree by accident and then continues on. By the way, this entire time that Zach is doing this, he's wearing headphones and listening to music on loud. So his boys are operating heavy machinery while Zach is just la 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 la, dancing and walking around with music playing, blasting his ear. What if his boys like miscalculated where they were going and didn't see him and just murked him. Zach would have no one but himself to blame because Zach, everyone knows when you're working construction, you do not wear headphones on blast. You have one in and the other one out so you can yell to your boys or cat call people walking by. Hey, you doing over there, lady? What's up? I, well, okay, I got to stop doing that accent for every construction worker. <laughs> anyway, so whatever. So Zach is uh, still doing whatever and suddenly Krista, who's gone beyond the parameters, flies directly into him and Zach is like, because she's glowing, obviously. She's a fairy. He's all confused. So he's like, oh my gosh, what is this? So he catches Krista and he opens his hands. He's looking at her and behind him because his boys weren't paying attention and didn't know where he was, cut down a tree that was about to fall on him. So she uses her magic and shrinks Zack. Thus, Zack enters the fairy world. Zack is now amongst the fairies of Fern Gully. He's all like, oh my goodness, what is this? And does the usual thing. Movie proceeds to have Zack exploring this world and he meets like the Beetle Boys who are these like kind of they, they don't fly with wings, but they're like thug fairies who like ride on beetles. And Zach has to like trick them to like crashing into something because, again, it's a kid's movie. So in order to get away from bad guys, you run away for a little bit. Then you move out of the way and they crash into something and get it all over their face. And then, of course, he runs into Pip, who's Krista's friend. Pip is a dude. So Pip is immediately jealous. Pip's like, oh, so you like Zach now because he's a human with blonde hair or whatever. Pip has red hair. So <laughs> sorry, Pip. It's just whatever. She's like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. And the movie kind of just goes around in circles for a little bit. Eventually, Zach's boys, who were doing construction work, cut down the Tim Curry tree. So Tim Curry is released and he's like, mm, <laughs> let's take down the forest, even though I live here. Like, <laughs> hold on. I got to go back for a second. I got to go back for a second. Let me, like, you know what? I'll just do it now. You know what? It's rant time. One of the biggest things that came out when Avatar was released was how the movie was similar in theme and in, in execution to this movie, Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest. Now, I love Fern Gully. I do, obviously. And you'll see it at the end of that. But I see no parallels between Avatar and Fern Gully other than the fact that, that the government wants to destroy their land or take over their land. Like, the Navi live in a place that's not even real. Fern Gully is in Australia. You couldn't tell it by the accents or the lack of accents, but it's in Australia. The, the Navi live in another place. 
Like you also have to get into a body as an avatar to go there. Then also there's a whole military like battle. There's none of that in Ferngully the, at all. And people were like so quick to be like, oh, look, I know there's already a movie like the uh, like Avatar. <laughs> it's called, it's called Ferngully. Look at me. I know things. I'm very, very oh, cool. I'm very it's like how hipsters used to be in the 2000s where like they'd find a band like Arcade Fire and you'd like play one of the songs because you heard it in a movie. And they'd be like, I've heard that band for like years now. And you couldn't like anything because you just had to like someone had to undermine you to let you know how lame it was. So like, yeah, you saw Avatar, but I saw it years ago in the 90s as a cartoon. These movies are wildly different. They are nothing alike other than the fact that there's just I mean, the usual of, you know, people trying to destroy land, but that happens everywhere. So in every single thing ever where someone's trying to destroy land, even in that episode of Baywatch where Ric Flair wanted to take over the beach and turn it into a parking lot with condos, was that also based on, was was, was Avatar also based on that? Because if it was, then we should have heard a, woo, I'm here to take your land. I'm Ric Flair and I'm taking over everything that's all around me, baby. Woo, and you can't stop me. Now that's a movie I would actually want to see. Anyway, so, so there's a whole love triangle, oh, rant over. There's a whole love triangle between Pip, Zach, and Krista, and Zach starts to slowly fall for Krista, but Zach has a secret, because Krista's wondering why he was in the woods, of oh, forest. No, no, no. Are the woods and the forest different? Wait, why is one, oh, well, I guess, does there have to be a water source to make it into a rainforest? What is it, because it rains in the woods, but why is it the wood? Okay, whatever. I gotta look that up later. If anybody knows, just let me know, at Mike A. Sims. Anyway, so, also, wait a minute, this is an Australian rainforest. What were they trying to build there? Like, because I know now it's always condos. Back in the day, like I said, with the Ric Flair episode of Baywatch, it was parking lots. It was always parking lots or a strip mall. So what were they going to do? What were they going to build in a ranch? I mean, I guess they could have used the No, I was going to say for farming, but let's, I mean, Australia has a whole outback. So what, why, like, why were they targeting this one area to destroy just to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say parking lots. They want to put a parking lot over the, the rainforest, which is the last rainforest. Mind you, this is Fern Gully, the last rainforest. So actually this one. No more rainforest. But anyway, so the love triangle goes on, whatever have you. And Zach has this secret he wants to tell Krista that, he, that he's part of the people who are destroying this last rainforest. But he, he can't. So Hex is eventually, I mean, Tim Curry is eventually released. And now Tim Curry starts to attack and starts to destroy and poison the rivers and poison the trees. And he's destroying the rainforest, even though he lives in the rainforest. He's like, I'm going to destroy the place I live. That's like if I started bugging out right now, I started destroying my equipment. It was like, I got to record a podcast as I destroy my equipment. Eventually I would have nothing but one microphone and my phone camera. So then Krista and Pip and all her friends are like, we got to get together. We got to do this. We got to stop this evil entity that was imprisoned years ago. And Zach is like, yo, they're going to get murked by this dude. Like, I have no doubt in my mind that these fairies are going to be something that's going to wreck them. Plus, Tim Curry takes over the cutting down machine thing that the guys were using and they run away and he just takes over. So now this evil goo-like entity is like controlling the forest cutting machine. So he's able to destroy it even faster. So he's like, <laughs> choppy, choppy. I can cut everything down now. Choppy, choppy. And <laughs> eventually, Zach and Batty, because Zach can't fly, he's not a fairy. They fly into the machine. They shut the machine down. So Tim Curry starts to die because he needs the machine to, to work. And then Krista comes there and she's like, I have to use my magic to stop him. And Magi, who was her trainer and her and her mentor, oh, shocker. Guys, it's an older mentor to the main character in a TV, in a movie. Do you think that this person is going to live? I'll give you two seconds. If you answered no, you're absolutely correct, because I've never seen a mentor survive any movie ever. I've never seen it happen. 
<laughs> they always get murked. Um, but anyway, so oh, eventually at one point, Zach did tell Krista that the humans were there to destroy the forest and there was shame. There was shame. Shame on you, Zach. Shame. And of course, Pip is like, mm. and you like Zach, right? <laughs> Why do dudes always do that? The minute when a dude has a crush on a girl, the minute that like her boyfriend does anything wrong or like slightly oversteps or does anything like to, to hurt her, that dude who has a crush on her is like, oh, your boyfriend's not a nice guy. They slide in immediately. They have like zero fear or qualms about the fact that they're just like kicking this girl essentially while she's down. It's like, is your heart broken? Oh, oh, that's sad. Oh, guess what? He's a bad guy. You should have dated me instead. Anyway, uh, so Magi gives Krista all her powers. Magi is Krista's uh, trainer. She passes away. Krista uses her powers and throws a seed into the mouth of Tim Curry. Tim Curry's like, ah, ha, ha, it's a seed. It's not going to defeat me. And then she uses her magic and the seed grows inside. And then Tim Curry becomes a tree and he stops. And so then Zach is like, yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Humans are the worst. <laughs> like, basically, that's what he essentially says. He's like, hey, fairies, my bad, you know? And so Krista's like, it's okay, but I still love you. He loves her. But then he's like, you know, I can't stay down here. I have to grow big again. So she grows him big very reluctantly. Pip, of course, is in the corner like, oh, 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 Zach's gone. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. But you'll find somebody. Oh, maybe something will happen and someone will come along. Maybe someone has come along. But meanwhile, Zach goes back to his boys who are alive still, the two grotesque caricatures. And he's like, hey, guys, maybe we shouldn't cut down the last rainforest. And they're like, oh, Zach. All right. And they literally just walk. They just walk away. They leave the machine wherever it is. I think it was, I mean, it was, it was stopped. So it's just like dead in the middle of the rainforest. And they just, the three of them, they're in the Australian rainforest. God knows how far civilization is from them. If the fairies haven't seen humans in forever, that means they're clearly far away from wherever any like source of like actual functioning life is. So I don't know. I'm assuming Zach and his boys probably died in the, <laughs> the Australian wilderness, but no, Zach is good looking. So his boys definitely died, but Zach made it. No, you know what? I love this movie. So they all made it back happily ever after. So the movie did really well. Well, not, no, it, did, it was a moderate box office hit in actual theaters. And it did well on, DV, on DVD. It did well on VHS because there was no DVD at the time. They released it like a 10th or 20th anniversary edition or something like that with some added features and things like that. And again, they, they had the sequel in 1998, which I didn't even do research on because I love this movie so much. The sequel does not exist to me. Like Lindsay Lohan said in Mean Girls, the limit does not exist. And if you're wondering, I use Mean Girls for most of my life lessons, honestly. Uh, all right, to put a button on this episode, which I basically just recap the story of Fern Gully, explain why I liked it. Why did I like it? Because the animation was awesome and it was outside of the Disney. It wasn't created in the Disney realm. And my family and I, me in particular, I love movies like that. Fern Gully, Last Rainforest, Rockadoodle, um, Scamper the Penguin, Pebble and the Penguin, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Uh, Fightful, Fightful Goes West, like I, the uh, Secrets of Nim. I love the ones that, the Don Bluth ones and different companies. We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. I loved all of those because Disney, like Lion King is a classic, Aladdin is a classic, Beauty and Beast, whatever. But like they kind of had, they were very formulaic at the time. It was like villain, song, you know, protagonist, sidekicks, comedic relief. And they worked because they're still being remade to this day. But at a certain point, I kind of just wanted something different. And yeah, there's songs in Fern Gully, but it, it just, it feels different. Does it hold up? Absolutely. I think if they were to remake Fern Gully, like maybe as a CGI cartoon or, you know, even just re-release it with like better animation, because even though the animation is beautiful for this time, it does have a tendency to look a little bit outdated, but I loved it. 
I think it would, especially now with like, you know, this whole emphasis on global warming and, you know, the climate change and everything, I think something like that would resonate even more. And I, it's such a dope movie. And what I watched this day, yeah. Now that I talked about it, I'm about to watch it again. And it's a, it's a breezy movie. It's so quick. I mean, I literally just summed it up in like whatever, whatever amount of time. But you don't, you're never bored. You're never like, oh, like where is it going next? I know I said it goes around and around, but let's because they do like, like there's one part where Zach is like trying to, you know, rally up the the fairies, and so he puts on his headphones, which are now giants. So he presses play, and it starts blasting music, and it's like ha na 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 na. Not the one from Hot Stepper, but they, it's basically the chorus from Hot Stepper. And he's like waving his arms and everything. And it's all like cheesy, but it's like 90s, cheesy, cool, whatever. So like there's a bunch of different scenes where like the fairies are getting used to like human ways and vice versa. Very fish out of water type stuff. So, yeah, I think it holds up because it's, it's such a it's such a like harmless movie. And then, of course, there's the underlying theme of environmentalism and you know animal testing. But, you know, when is that not harmless? All right. But that's going to do it for me. Um, of course, you can follow us at, at People's Media Network. Check us out on TikTok where we have clips for our, all the different shows that are on the network. Follow us on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Mike A. Sims. Same thing for TikTok. Same thing for YouTube. And you have been awesome. You've been fantastic. And I've been the Forest Mike A. Sims. And I will see you on the flip side of humanity. <laughs>